Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, People Sportscast Alexander Sin. First and foremost, Happy New Year to everybody. May all your sports wishes come true, except if you are cheering for Boston, as this will be an NBA podcast episode. And I just want to do a quick recap of what happened from Christmas to where we are today, January 5th, 2023, as people on social media, at least on Twitter, are calling it the year of Michael Jordan, 2023. And that's pretty fitting because let's be real. All the real sports fans, when it comes to the NBA, there were particular points in the season which garner the most interest. And number one, that's opening day, opening night, NBA opening week. Then it tails off and we all get excited again during Christmas, which the NBA blessed us with one, two, three, four, five NBA games, five games from 12 in the afternoon to 12 midnight. We had five Christmas Day games. Truly, the NBA is the gift that continues to keep on giving. And so now, things are starting to heat up afterwards. Teams want to end the year on a good note, and they want to start the year on a good note, on a winning streak, or snap a losing streak, depending on who your team is. And now we're also at the time where it's time to get in your NBA All-Star votes. Once again, just like last year, we have LeBron James and Kevin Durant the leading vote getters. So get out there and make sure to rock the vote for your favorite NBA All-Star player. I'll be doing that as soon as I find a password to reset my NBA ID. It's so ridiculous with all this technology. And then we have almost everybody's favorite time of the year, the NBA All-Star game. So you definitely want to make sure that your team is, you know, doing well. Okay, so we care about the week leading into the NBA All-Star Game. Then we, you know, enjoy the fun and festivities that the NBA has before us as they continue to make their product one of the most exciting of its time. And when it comes to the social media and Twitter, you know, don't get me wrong, the NFL does their thing, but no one is lighting it up like the NBA, like cats are putting up historic numbers to the point where the ignorant masses and the sheeple who bray like the mindless cattle that they are, are saying, oh, the NBA doesn't play defense anymore. That's why you have guys like Donovan Mitchell dropping 71 points or freaking Luka having the first 60 point 20 rebound, triple-double, and then you have Nikola Jokic, the Joker, having a 40-plus point, 15 rebound, 15 assist, triple-double, making all kinds of history. But you know what? The game has gotten more advanced. The player's skill level is insane. And let's face it, David Stern's plan to grow the NBA game globally is why you have people like Luka working his Luka magic and Nikola Jokic, who in my opinion should be a three, a third time consecutive 
NBA MVP. Last time we had that, Larry Bird. 1983-1986, you can follow me on TikTok, Sports Opinion Log. You can follow me on YouTube, Sports Opinion Log. The shorts are there, the TikToks are there, in which I talk about the reason why this generation, we need to have, to witness and see history of an NBA player winning NBA MVP for a third year in a row. He would join... Again, Larry Bird, I made mention, Will Chamberlain, and Bill Russell. Only three players in NBA history. So we need to see that happen. With all due respect to whoever's out there, when Nikola Jokic is on the court, he makes things happen. So I'm going to do a quick recap starting from Christmas, where we had the 76ers defeating the New York Knicks. 119-112 was the final score. Then my team, the Lakers, taking on the Dallas Mavericks. In Dallas, it was the Mavericks. It was only their second time playing on Christmas Day. They also unveiled the beautiful bronze statue of Dirk Nowinski from when he won the championship in 2011 NBA Finals because they talked about the sneakers on his bronze statue being the hyperdunks. And let me tell you something. Outside of Bobby Orr's bronze statue, Boston Bruins, the Dirk Nowinski fadeaway jumper pose of his bronze statue is honestly a thing of beauty. And being a Laker fan, I have no problem professing that. Just the way I have no problem professing that Uh, The Dallas Mavericks made history on the Lakers, unfortunately, by dropping 51 points. (coughs) Excuse me, 51 points in the third quarter. They nailed nine threes. The Lakers' 12-point lead pretty much evaporated. (laughs) And uh, they got bounced. But, you know, it could have been worse. So I'll take what I could get. Well, actually, no, because I took a loss, sadly. Uh, LeBron James continues to do his thing. He dropped 38 points. With six rebounds and five assists. Uh, in the third game, we had the Boston Celtics defeating the Milwaukee Bucks, 139-118 final score. As the Bucks played like they should have been given the day off because the Boston Celtics simply manhandled them from start to finish. And then we also had the Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Golden State Warriors in Oracle Arena. John Morant. Draymond Green talking smack on Twitter with their little Twitter beef, Twitter feud, whatever you want to call it. John Moran said that he'll be on the block and he got served as deservedly so. Final score was 123 to 109. John Moran did have 36 points to go with seven rebounds and eight assists. Klay Thompson with 24 points, nine rebounds and four assists. And, you know, John Moran continues to get put in his place. Uh, I did root for John Morant to be Rookie of the Year over Zion at the time because Zion was out with injuries, which, again, to tie in between my recap and what's going on now, Zion Williamson, as of this podcast, will be out a minimum of three weeks with a strained hamstring. And even though Zion did not play for the North Carolina Tar Heels, he joined the Duke Fluke Devils instead. And I did a piece about how people were calling him the greatest 
player in men's college basketball history, which he is not, because if you know the history of the game, you would know that that would be Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So with that being said, um, Zion did have an impressive streak of dominance uh, the last week of the NBA season. CJ McCollum had set a franchise record with 11 threes. Currently, let me just check the standings. The New Orleans Pelicans, when I last checked, were in third place, which they are. They are half game out of first or second, which is currently shared by the Nuggets and Memphis Grizzlies. Both teams, 24 and 13. So Zion Williamson won me over when he hit the 360 dunk when the Pelicans defeated the Phoenix Suns. And so we can say that we now have a new rivalry out in the West, and that would be between the Pelicans and the Suns. And, you know, it's just it's just great to see. So, you know, Zion, when healthy, he puts up big numbers. I've compared him to, uh, I call him the Black Incredible Hulk because he's so fast. When he hits the spin move, he's basically unstoppable. He pulls up for threes. And again, when he goes for dunks, people are really trying to move out the way. No one wants to be posterized. <laughs> And speaking of posterized, right, we're just going to get into the last game, which was the Denver Nuggets defeating the Phoenix Suns in overtime, 128-125 final score. As again, Nikola Jokic had a historic triple-double, 41 points, 15 rebounds, and 15 assists. But it was Aaron Gordon who posterized Shamet that was so vicious and so brutal that initially it was called the offensive foul. It was reviewed and it was overturned. So it's a valid dunk, a valid play. And Shamet, I would have no problem with him if he retired after that. But I believe he's still in the league. <laughs> uh, so yes, Nikola Jokic. It was the fourth 40-point, 15-rebound, 15-assist game in NBA history. He joins Oscar Robinson, the Big O, 1961 and 62, and James Harden, 2016, accomplishing the feat. And in that game, uh, sadly, Devin Booker didn't even last five minutes, more like four minutes and 20 seconds, as he had uh, suffered a groin injury. This was truly a total team effort, though, by the Denver Nuggets. Aaron Gordon came in a... He came to play. He was definitely having his way with the Phoenix Suns. He was just dunking all over the place. Uh, the Nuggets actually improved to 2-6 and six on Christmas. Their other win was in 1994 against Seattle. Like, that is crazy. And just a quick sidebar backtrack. Like, when the Mavericks played the Lakers in their house... Uh, it was their second game, and they had lost the first game, which was way back in, like, 2010, 2011. Like, that's just insane. So, uh, you know, the gifts that keep on giving is the NBA, and these players and these teams are definitely stepping it up and making it happen. So that's definitely a beautiful thing to see. And then there was some end-of-the-year excitement as well, which I want to get into real quick. Bear with me. Trying to keep my notes because it's just, you know, the league is high scoring. 
the freaking uh, Nets had a 13-game winning streak. Well, they were about. It was about to be 13, but it was snapped last night by the Chicago Bulls. <sighs> and it's funny because I had ridden off the Chicago Bulls after their loss, in which Donovan Mitchell had dropped the 71 points. But I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, so please just bear with me while I get my stuff together. And again, make sure you get the votes out. NBA All-Star. It's it's the wonderful time of the year. The the ladies have Valentine's and us men, we get NBA All-Star goodies. Interesting, the NBA has a very different calendar here. Give me one second. Ah, yes, because there was some Luka Magic that was going on and here it is here it is a happy belated birthday to the King LeBron James who willed the Lakers to a victory over the Atlanta Hawks final score 131 21 he dropped 47 points to go with 10 rebounds and 9 assists ah just to thank an assist shy of a triple double And he becomes the second player in NBA history joining Michael Jordan to be 35 plus years old and have back-to-back 40 plus point games. And yes, he turned 38. So LeBron has been in the NBA for 20 years. Four-time NBA MVP, 18-time All-Star, I don't understand the hate. People always have something so negative to say about LeBron James, but all he does is keep on winning. And he signed his jersey for two chains and gave it to him. Of course, uh, before that game, he also talked about how it's not just about putting up the numbers because we know that LeBron James is closing in at some point this year on being the NBA's all-time leading scorer surpassing soon surpassing excuse me Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and you know people just I wish more people would just respect the game and the history that they're seeing because once it's gone uh it's it's not coming back man it's not coming back and everybody you know always has such disparaging things to say but you're you're missing out on some really good basketball. Okay, Luca, where are you? Yes, and Luka Doncic, he continues to just light it up. I'm like, good, goodness gracious. There was a game on, yes, New Year's Eve where he dropped 51 points on the San Antonio Spurs. Final score, 126-125. So clearly... Every point Luca scores, they need. <laughs> okay, let's just get that straight. The freaking, where would the Mavericks be without Luca, honestly? It's exciting. You love to see it. And we just need more of it. More Luca, I say. More Luca magic. Give it to us. <laughs> 
and currently we do have some other NBA games going on now, but uh, we're just going to hold off on that for a minute because Luka did have that historic 60-point freaking... Ah, yes, here we go, versus the Knicks. Thank you for your patience, sports fans. I'm just clicking away. Shout out to my boy M6 Drop. He tells me I have to make notes and that I have to do. So, yes, I have... The purpose of me even making this podcast episode is Luka Doncic had a 60-point triple-double. 60-point, 21 rebounds. It's just insane. Like, the Knicks, 60 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists. As he rallies the Mavericks over the Knicks, who were up by, like, what, 9 points? With, like, 30-something seconds left. Luka intentionally misses the free throw and gets the put back to force overtime. He thought he had won the game. (laughs) Yeah, Dallas was down 9 with 33 seconds left in regulation. And they choked. And he's only 23. It's his 7th triple-double and the league's highest scoring performance of this season at that time. At that time. That's just so amazing. Like, when you... Again, only player with that stat line in NBA history. And that's why, like the old NBA marketing, that's why we love this game. Right? That's why we love this game. Like, the NBA never fails to disappoint. Because when you start to get to that point in the season... Where it just, you know, everybody needs to find and get into their groove. Uh, Like, speaking of groove, like I had picked for the Cleveland Cavaliers to be one of the top five teams in the East. I had actually picked for the Timberwolves to be one of the top five in the West. But when I checked the standings, it gives me the Cavaliers. Okay, they're in fourth place, a game and a half out of first place. The Timberwolves, they're not even in the play-in. Hell, they're 18 and 21. My and your LA Lakers, 17 and 21. Lakers are a, f- a game and a half out of the play-in spot. And the Utah Jazz, well, they're in the play-in spot now. The Warriors, again, as I try to keep everything updated, they had lost Steph Curry with a shoulder injury. He'll be out for some time. We'll just leave it at that. But let's talk about the Chicago Bulls, because even though they did defeat the Brooklyn Nets, ending their 12-game winning streak, the Chicago Bulls are currently in the playing spot, 10th spot, 17-21. and 21. Everybody just, you know, it looks good on paper, but you have to see how things play out. And everybody were crowning the Chicago Bulls because they have Vucevic and DeRozan and Zach Levine and... Colby White, Alex Caruso, but things just haven't really worked out, have they? And the answer is no, because these guys were up by 21, and Donovan Mitchell single, literally single-handedly, (laughs) 
brought the Cleveland Cavaliers across the finish line to victory, dropping 71 points, 13 in overtime, as the Cavs beat the Bulls 145-134 in overtime final score. Amazing. Eighth highest scoring game in league history, most by a player since... The legendary Kobe Bryant, rest in peace Kobe, we love you and miss you, has dropped 81 against Toronto on January 22nd of 2006. Look at how long ago it's been since we've seen such a game. Of course, and Donovan Mitchell scored or assisted on 99 of those points. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) And he tore through the Chicago Bulls. I thought the Bulls had defense. They have nothing. Donovan Mitchell has become the seventh player to join the 70-point club. Chamberlain did it six times. Then you have, again, Kobe Bryant, David Thompson, Elgin Baylor, David Robinson, and Devin Booker. One apiece. And then, of course, everyone's like, oh, the NBA, they don't play defense. They do, but if Zach Levine wasn't too busy sleeping, if the Chicago Bulls weren't too busy not paying attention to Donovan Mitchell doing what Luka did and missed the free throw to get the putback and get the foul to send the game into overtime, Donovan Mitchell also had a career-high tying 11 assists. Career best with 20 free throws made and 25 attempted. Here's the scoring breakdown. 5 in the first, 11 in the second, 24 in the third, 18 in the fourth. And again, 13 in overtime. So I am going to bury the Chicago Bulls season. They will never have playoff success. Well, just like, well, even if they make the playoffs, they're not going to have success. Okay, let's just, I'm going to keep it real. Okay, I can't sugarcoat anything. And people will tell me, well, you're a Laker fan. Who are, you, who are you to judge? Well, again, when you enter the sports opinion log and are chopping it up with the people, Sportscast Alex Anderson, I talk about all dang sports, not just my team, because the NBA is too exciting to just focus on my team. Shoot. All I need is for the Lakers to make the play-in. But, of course, again, as of this podcast episode, Anthony Davis... Right foot sprained. (sighs) No timetable set for his return. Thankfully, Thomas Bryant, the young man, has been holding it down. In his absence, Russell Westbrook has been doing his part to hold it down. And last night, clearly the Lakers are listening to the sports opinion log on TikTok because I had said... I would really appreciate it if the Lakers could find a way to win. And they did because Dennis Schroeder scored 14 of his season-high 32 points in the fourth quarter. And the Lakers beat the Miami Heat 112-109 final score without LeBron James. And of course, without Anthony Davis. Westbrook, 21 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds. Ugh. One assist and two rebounds shy of a triple-double. And Lonnie Walker, the fourth, was injured. Thomas Bryant, 21 points and nine rebounds. 
As for Schroeder, he scored 9 points in the final 2 minutes and 35 seconds. And he was 9 for 9 at the free throw line in the 4th quarter. That gave the Lakers, or excuse me, my and your LA Lakers, their 4th victory in 5 games. <sighs> Out-dueling Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo, excuse me, 30 points, 13 rebounds. Jimmy Butler, 27 but of course, Jimmy Buckets couldn't get the bucket that they really needed, missing the three at the buzzer. And the Heat have only lost for the fourth time in 12 games. And Kyle Lowry was there too, but we know that Kyle Lowry isn't, you know, really doing much of anything. <laughs> He's got to be carried to championships. You could just ask, uh, who's the fragile guy? Kawhi Leonard, the claw. He could tell you about how you have to carry... Kyle Lowry. Those are facts. So now I think everything was caught. I caught up on everything. Wait, hold on. There's one more thing. Something special had happened on let's see what day that is. I believe it is Wednesday because today's Thursday. So I think that would be Tuesday. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Washington Wizards 123-113 final score. Giannis, Greek freak, career high. Yeah, excuse me, today is Thursday, so this was Wednesday. Excuse me, January 4th. Giannis, Greek freak, career high, 55 points, and a vicious windmill dunk. And let me tell you something, Porzingis, he's been playing decently, but Porzingis didn't stand a chance against Giannis. <laughs> he also had 10 rebounds and 7 assists. That is crazy, my friends. Crazy. And Giannis has had at least 40 points and 10 rebounds and 5 assists in each of the last three games he's played. The only other players in NBA history to have had three straight performances of at least 40 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists. Laker great Elgin Baylor, 61 and 63. Will Chamberlain in 1963. And Russell Westbrook in 2016. The only other Bucks players to score at least 40 points in three straight appearances are Flynn Robinson in February 1969 and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in February of 1972. Sports fans nation and worldwide, if you are listening to this podcast, we are in an era of NBA history being made. What is not to love? I don't want to hear about teams not playing defense. They're trying. But if you look at a damn game, you'll see that Giannis is longer, he's taller, he's stronger, he's faster, he's quicker. What do you want? (laughs) You know what I wish we could do? I wish we could take the people who say that no one's playing defense, put them on a court with these NBA players. Let's see how they do. (laughs) They would get the floor wiped with them. Wiped. And, of course, Bradley Beal, you know, sore left hamstring, only played 13 minutes. But he didn't play at all in the second half. Like, Bradley, oh, my God. (laughs) 
Uh, you know, I'm honestly glad that Bradley Beal chose to take the extension to stay with the Washington Wizards because he's absolutely, I don't want to say he's worthless because he is an NBA player and, you know, he's literally earning hundreds of millions of dollars for doing absolutely nothing because he claims he wants to win a championship or bring a championship to Washington. That'll never happen. Like, I don't know. Like, does Bradley Beal pay attention to the standings? Because the standings will show me that the Washington Wizards are out of the play-in. They're in a they're in uh, spot number 11, 17 and 22. And remember how people said, oh, you know, the Lakers going to miss giving away Kyle Kuzma. Well, it's not like he's exactly lighting it up, you know. Yeah, that's kind of funny. People always want to dig on the Lakers and players who become former Lakers, but they're not exactly lighting it up on the scoreboard. At least not the way Donovan Mitchell was against the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yes, indeed. So that was my quick little recap. Again, I have more NBA content consistently on my TikTok. Check me out. Sports Opinion Log. I'm on YouTube. I'm posting the shorts. Sports Opinion Log. You can find me on Facebook too. Alexander Anderson. Check out my reels. I'm dropping the content. Trying to get back into the podcast game on a more consistent basis and to spread the word out on other platforms. So bear with me. I will be coming to another podcast area near you for the people who aren't on Anchor or Spotify. There's other realms that I need to be on and I will be working on that because I want to hear from you or read your comments. If you're still out here at this point, Drop a comment, share the podcast. I'm here for you. So let me just make sure I'm going through my notes one last time, or I should say scrolling through my iPad real quick. So I guess, okay, so let's see. I was talking about Bradley Beal. It seems here, top headlines, hamstring out for at least one week. And the Pistons, uh Marvin Bagley Jr., I believe, the third. Sorry, Marvin Bagley, the third. Underwent surgery on his right hand, and he will be out for six weeks. That sucks. He's clearly injury prone. He had a knee injury in in preseason that kept him out for the first month of the regular season. And now this. And Kelly Oubre is also out too. (sighs) So sad, so sad. And LeBron just continues to get it done. Mm -mm -mm. But I I will also take a moment to give a shout out to the sports fans who request content or me talking about the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings are currently in the fifth spot. I don't want to say C because the playoffs haven't started yet. They're 20 and 17. They're doing way better than the Timberwolves, who are at 18 and 21. Uh, I've seen some trade rumors regarding the Minnesota Timberwolves, like, you know, giving up Anthony Edwards, perhaps. Everybody's frustrated with 
Rudy Gobert, not surprising. He's a Frenchman, for God's sake. I can imagine him being obnoxious and boring and getting dominated. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, you know what? That's also what I, what I wanted to talk about real quick because Zion Williamson, one of the reasons why I'm going to miss him is because there was an amazing game. It was the Timberwolves taking on the Pelicans. Hold on here. I'm going to look I'm going to look for this game because it was just insane. To quote Rick James, "Come on now, give it to me, baby." Give it to me, baby. Oh, here we go. Yes. Here, yes. And this is why uh, when Zion went out with the hamstring, this is why, why I was saddened. Because on the 28th, Zion Williamson scored a career-high 43 points as the Pelicans knocked off the Timberwolves' 119-118 final score. Zion Williamson abused. What the hell is that? Excuse me. Zion Williamson abused Rudy Gobert. And again, he's a Frenchman. He ain't tough enough. He's not built like that. I mean, he abused Rudy Gobert in the paint. Like he, it was like a dunk fest. Even Anthony Edwards. He dropped 27 points for the Timberwolves, but at the time it was their fourth straight loss. And they just couldn't stop him. They they couldn't stop Zion Williamson. Even the coach was saying that their second half play was way too soft. And you know why they're way too soft? Because they have Rudy Gobert. And I never would have thought Rudy Gobert, Cat Williams, Anthony Edwards, and these cats would be out of the, a, a playing spot. Not even there. Not even there. But then I also said that Minnesota, the Timberwolves, something about that franchise, something about that organization, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And it's not like the Timberwolves aren't trying. They have two players earning over 200 plus million dollars. Cat and Rudy Gobert. What can you do with these lames? I say blow it up. Get rid of no keep Rudy Gobert. His career could die out in Minnesota for all I care. If maybe if the Lakers could try to get their hands on Anthony Edwards or something, that would be great. Hell, I would even take D'Angelo Russell back. Why not? I wouldn't mind. He had he had 27 points. D'Angelo Russell, making sure I say that right. Bring him back to LA. Again, everything always looks good on paper. And then in real life, it just doesn't pan out for some reason. Oh, well. Yeah, so Zion, you know, he makes the league exciting. Again, People's Sports Cast Lux Anderson representing North Carolina Tar Heels. I went to the game in Madison Square Garden, and they had defeated Ohio State in overtime. After being down by 14 points, the majority of the game, they got the win. And they also beat Wake Forest yesterday. So let's keep the good times rolling. That's what I say. It was, And it, it was a close game too, but uh, thankfully they pulled away. 
for the victory. So uh, I will take that. Yeah, it was 88-79 final score. Excuse me for digressing. But, you know, NBA and college basketball, you know, it's all intertwined because the future is there in college basketball. And being a man of age, I definitely want to make sure that I am up on what's going on. So that's why, you know, I have to step out the Lakers and watch a little NBA TV, see what's going on, check out the highlights, see what's going on. And, you know, seeing that the NBA is in good hands, the future is bright. Anyone potentially can become an NBA champion this season. You know, so right now the NBA's got at a good spot. It's all star time. Again, I hope to see you on the other side of social media, TikTok, Sports Opinion Log, YouTube, Sports Opinion Log. I'm going to be breaking out my Kobe Bryant NBA All-Star jersey. Maybe might break out the jacket too. We'll see. But yes, this is my first NBA TikTok 2023, the year of MJ Jordan, which means greatness, which means excellence, which means winning, which means taking the shot, right? What did Jordan say about game-winning shots? That he's missed more than he's made, but people remember the one that he makes. So keep shooting for your dreams, your goals, your hopes, and your aspirations. And I look forward to seeing you on the other side. Thank you for listening. Lex Anderson, signing out.